Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. This is the start of Season 2, which will be a little bit different than Season 1. Each episode will still be an escape room, but they'll be a little bit more interconnected. We have a 10-episode arc, and I will be in all of them. But I won't be alone, and this week, this episode, we're joined by host of the Wild Pitch podcast and all-around lovely man, Derek Glasgow. Hey, Derek. Hey, thanks for having me. I don't think I've ever been called a lovely man, and now um, I don't think I want to be called anything less now. Yeah, that's you, this is the minimum expectation yeah. from all interactions going on. All right, I'll just change my notes. So your <laughs> your name is not in here anymore. It's just lovely man. Lovely man, me. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Now I've I did an episode of your show last year, mm-hmm. and I very much loved it. It's a wonderful show. People who haven't listened to it should go listen to it. It's I mean, how would you describe it? It's a few different people pitching semi nonsense. So I have I have a little robot that I programmed. Uh, Mm. That's literal. I, I, it's not a robot. It's an application, and it chooses three random elements. They can be there, be a person, a place, a thing, or like an abstract, like sadness or something like that. And then myself and some other entrepreneurial types, you know, we get together and we pitch ideas that are inspired by those three random elements. It's quite absurdist, and and that's I really enjoy it. I I enjoy the lunacy of it, and I like when people come on <laughs> and push that crazy. And uh, Bill, you definitely did that, and I appreciated that. Yeah, it was it was very fun. Hopefully we can do it again sometime. I'll link that show. I'll link the website and things that. in the show notes. But without further ado, uh, we should probably get started. Danny, would you like to introduce both the concept of the season and the room? Well, I don't want to go too much into what the overarching plot is, because this episode is going to be slowly teasing you with that. But this is the first part in a ten-part adventure in which each escape room is part of the bigger story. These rooms are going to all be intended for two players. One player, in my notes, I've just called them player one, that's going to be Bill, is ideally present for all ten parts, and the other player... In my notes, I've called them player two. Now, lovely man. Lovely man. Varies between the parts. And if you at home playing have more players or players who want to be present for each story part, I mean, feel free to try to adapt where necessary. And apart from that, all I've got is that this room doesn't require big breakages or climbing on furniture. They are not necessary or desired in this room. Let's get started then. Bill. You pause before entering the building. You reach out towards Derek and adjust the slightly crooked badge on his lapel. Its words, Peter's Point Security, gleam in the daylight, the blue and gold hawk logo staring outwards. Satisfied, you step inside. The air conditioning is a pleasant retreat from the beachy weather. You make your way down a hallway lined with huge, iconic paintings of the local landscape and smaller photos of important people shaking equally important people's hands. You ascend some stairs and approach a door marked Mayor Amy Hollingsworth. A well-dressed man is already standing here, and after surveying your uniforms, he gives you a nod of recognition. Miss Hollingsworth hasn't arrived yet, he explains. Some final bits and pieces to work out in her last post. She should be here in a day or two. I've been sent forward to make sure this place is ready for her. You nod, unsurprised. This is all in the brief. A new mayor's been appointed, moving to your quiet town from the big city, and she wants her new office swept for hazards and bugs before she gets down to business. Paranoia, really. Perhaps presidents and military generals need to worry about being spied on, but the mayor of Peter's Point? Hardly. But it's a paycheck, and it's a good one. The man, who must be the mayor's assistant, lets you into the office, and you scan your surroundings. 
Directly opposite you at the far end of the room, the mayor's desk sits in front of a floor-to-ceiling window. Does that floor-to-ceiling window cover the entire wall? Why not? To the right of it is a grandfather clock, and to the left is a pedestal holding a bronze bust of Peters Point's first mayor. On the left wall, you see two unmarked doors, and between them, a series of photographs similar to the ones in the corridor. On the right is a large painting, and beside it, a table on which rests a stack of businessy-looking charts. To your immediate right is a single-person lounge for guests to wait, and to your left is a tall, fancy houseplant. Turning around, you see that on the wall beside the door is a panel of buttons. Trying not to look too pleased, Derek, you say, We should only need an hour or so. Mayor Hollingsworth is paying you for the whole afternoon, regardless of how long you take. Maybe you can go to the beach after. The assistant frowns. Well, don't rush it. Mayor Khalil resigned and left so quickly, his people haven't been able to brief us properly. If his departure was due to, say, his being blackmailed with leak intel, I'd hate to learn that the hard way. Give the place a good, thorough search. And to make sure you've done the job, I've hidden a little dummy recording device of my own somewhere in here. You find that, and I'll be confident you've done everything you can to earn your money. As soon as he closes the door behind you, you both shake your heads. Blackmail and leaked intel, honestly. These city folk need to get it into their heads. Things like that do not happen in a place like Peter's Point. Okay. And with that, you're free to search. So we need to find any evidence, if it's there, that Mayor Khalil was blackmailed. And there's also a dummy recording hidden somewhere that we need to find to prove we did our job. I thought we were just doing a bug sweep. Are we doing a bug sweep or we're looking for evidence? Like they're saying, yeah, do a bug sweep, but they've hidden their own bug in there. Mm. That's not a real one, but just to say, yeah, we actually did sweep for bugs. All right. So evidence, maybe you'll come across something, but yes, we it's don't not know in your if job. Was, it's yeah, not what you're getting paid for. All right. Well, we've got to start a bug sweep. What do you want to sweep first, Derek? Let us sweep the large house plant. Look, this is a tall, no-nonsense plant. No flowers, just greenery. The soil is extremely firm and compact. Everywhere except one spot, there's a hole in the soil, long and as thin as your little finger. The rest of the soil is so firm, though, that you can't break it apart. Shall we stick our little finger in the <laughs> hole? We shall. Yeah. You, okay, you both have a go at sticking your little fingers into the hole, and it goes in, but you don't reach the bottom of the hole. Oh, cool. We'll need to find something we can stick in there, I guess. Do we have any friends with long, slender fingers? <laughs> yes, about long finger Jim. Um, shall we check something else then, just to get a bit of a better idea? Do you want to check out that lounge? Uh, sure. It's a nice single-person lounge, lots of cushioning, looks comfy. Can we move the cushions around? Yeah, sure. There's nothing hidden under or inside any of these cushions. The only thing you really notice is the tag that's attached to one of them. Wilhelm's Housing Wares, it says. Call us for help with anything after your purchase. Does it have a number? It does not have a number. That's rather inconvenient. Does it have a website? Not even mm. that. Twitter? It's a very, it's an old cushion. <laughs> Great condition. Super old. Um, is there anything under the lounge? You can try having a look under it, but it just seems to be immaculate flooring. Do the legs come off of it? They do not. All right, where next? What do you think? Uh, well, let's go for the grandfather clock. All right, let's go check out this big old clock. 
It's a huge ornate grandfather clock, but it must be getting on in years. The hands aren't in great shape, and with every tick they wobble like they're going to fall off. Does it display the appropriate time? Uh, to the best of your knowledge, yes. Can I can I check it against my phone or my watch? You don't take a phone on the job. Okay. Uh, what about, uh, why don't we now check the, the bust? We'll get all four corners no, checked. No, Let's I'm check not the... done with this grandfather clock. Okay, sorry. I'm now, so does sorry. the grandfather clock have a glass door on the front of it? Yeah, sure. Can I open it? How do... God, what do grandfather clocks look like again? They're, they're tall. Yeah, you can open it, take a tinker in the middle, but... All of the rest seems to be fairly straightforward. The only thing that you really notice is in poor condition are those hands. Can we pull the hands off? Do they come off if we shake it? Oh, you give it a little twingle. What's the word I'm after? Twingle. Twingle. Works. And yes, they do come off. I pocket them. Oh, you pocket the clock hands. <laughs> does the clock face move? It doesn't seem to. If I tap on it, does it sound hollow behind it? It sounds kind of solidly glossy. Is the pendulum brass or is it of a, like a finer metal? Based on the pictures that I am finding of grandfather clocks, it is unidentifiable gold. Is it? <laughs> in color. Can I pocket the pendulum and sell the gold later on? I've done that before with pulling a pendulum off a clock. Mm. I mean, we may get Some, fired. Someone would notice. <laughs> or we may be heroes at the end of this. I don't know. Um <laughs> All right, so, okay, so the clock is, is there anything behind the clock? Is the clock flush to the wall? It is against the wall, and it seems a bit too heavy and delicate to shove aside. Sure. Okay. All right, next step, do you want to check out this bust? Sure. So this is a fancy bronze sculpture of the first mayor of Peter's Point. Again, pretty old. It's a pretty old town. You don't even remember the guy's name. At the bottom of the bust is a plaque? Plaque? Plaque. No, plaque. <laughs> so Simpson says plaque. It's- yeah, we say plaque. It's, we do, because to me, plaque is always just the stuff on your teeth. It's also the stuff on your teeth. And that's weird. Yeah, it, 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 it's the same here, but it's plaque. At the bottom of the bust is a plaque slash plaque slash slash plaque. <laughs> Very good. Inscribed with a quote from him. When we hurry from city to city or project to project, we miss the joys of everything else. I'm writing this down. Me too. It sounds important. Or at least mayoral. It sounds mayoral. It does sound my I wonder if this will um relate later on to like the charts on the table mm-hmm. or, or maybe some photos or something. You know, there'll be cities and projects and joy and we'll need to <laughs> unravel them. Anything under the bust if we lift it off the pedestal? Was it too heavy? Yeah, it's pretty heavy. The two of you can manage, but it's just a plain pedestal. Is there anything up the bust's nose? The yeah. nose seems to be filled in with further bronze. Oh, okay. The ears are open. You can't see anything in them. Is the bust looking at anything? Mm. Uh, uh, glaring towards the centre of the room in a stern yet mayoral manner. Fair enough. If I move around, do the eyes follow me? Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> I mean, It's just duh. a bust. Um, okay, do you want to check anything else out now? Well, let, let's check that desk since we're right next to it. Sounds good. Sitting on the desk, there's a town map of Peter's Point and a phone... Uh, searching further, you find two locked drawers on the desk's underside. Just locked by a key? Seem to be, yeah. Do I have the key on my keychain? He is a security officer. I assume it's attached to my belt by, uh, like a retractable cord. Your keys would normally be pretty good for this sort of thing, but they're more for door-sized ones. These drawers have really teeny tiny keyholes. Okay. What kind of phone is on the desk? 
It's a very typical, what do you call them? Just a home phone looking thing. Like so it's, not, it's not a smartphone. It's no. a landline. Yeah, re- landline. That's the word. Thank you. Yeah, receiver sitting on its box. <laughs> oh my God. What are the phone related words It's 2018. Again? There are no phone related words anymore. And to your knowledge, it looks to be in fine working order. Uh, can I check for dial tone? Absolutely. It has a dial tone. All right. You know what? If we can find the number, we can call Wilhelm's Repairs. Can we order a pizza? Uh, you dial the local pizza place, and the person on the other end is a bit baffled that you've called, and they quickly hang up, not believing you when you say you're in the mayor's office. Is it really early in the morning? Is that why? It's early afternoon. Oh. It shouldn't be a surprise to them. Okay. The mayor hates pizza. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Historically. They know it's a prank call. Right. Well, they know that you're between mayors right now, so it... It's very confusing well, to them why true. anyone's in there. Okay. Um, and the town map seems to be an accurate map of the town? To the best of your knowledge, it is very normal. Are there any paper clips on the desk? No, not sitting around. Why? Well, if I could straighten one out, I could jam it into the mud, that mud hole. Ah, oh. the plant hole. Plant hole. You do need something long and thin for that. Are there any drawers that aren't locked? No, just the two locked ones. Oh, well, presumably there would be a few more, but there's nothing empty. in them. Yeah. Okay. Is there is there like a, a a ballpoint pen? No. See, since the mayor hasn't come in, she hasn't brought any of those nice little home touches. Okay. Well, let's keep. There's still a few things to look at, and it might help elucidate our next action. Why don't we check out the uh, the painting on the wall? Sure. It's a lovely painting of the town yacht club. You see nothing extraordinary about it, except for the talent of the artist. Oh. Is it signed? Yes. Who's the artist? Who's the artist? You can't read the signature. Have you seen a painting with a signature on it? So, And and there isn't a little plaque on that? No, not this one. Is the painting affixed to the wall at all four corners? It seems to be. You try to give it a jiggle, it doesn't want to come off. Okay. Is there anything on top of the painting? You know how, like, the frame, it's usually, it has a almost perpendicular angle against the wall. If I run my hand yeah. across the top, is there anything on top of the painting? Absolutely nothing. Not even dust. Wow. Ooh. Maybe this painting swings open later. I'm hoping. Let's, let's, I, I stand in front of the painting and I say, <laughs> open sesame. I'm giving you the same response the painting does. Oh, Do the dang. eyes of the yacht club follow me? As I <laughs> Boats seem to <laughs> to turn to face you. So on the table next to the painting, are there there's charts, right? Yes. So let's they check out that like, table. Yeah, these look like they're from some business presentation someone must have given for the old man not long ago. There are about thirty of them, full of pie charts and mind maps and awful motivational quotes you get bored after attempting to read a couple of them okay so maybe if we know what we're looking for we might be able to find a specific chart are the are the know what we're looking for oh i don't know are we looking for anything specific i'm looking for a paperclip that's (laughs) my main goal is there a paperclip holding these charts together there is not they're just big pieces of thin cardboard with lots of images painted. Oh. If we dig around them, there's no hidden recording device underneath these charts, is there? You do not find one, no. Anything under the table? No. Do the legs of the table come off? Not to the best of your knowledge, right. without some woodworking tools. That oh, you okay, so it's a big wooden table. Is there a drawer on this table? No, there isn't. Mm. Okay, um, well, we haven't looked at these photos yet, yes. or the other two doors. Why don't we do the photos first? 
All of these photos are of previous mayors shaking hands with rich and important people. In every single one, it's basically the same pose, same place, just in this room. Everything's pretty much identical. Do I recognize any of the people? A couple of celebrities from not too far away and the more recent mayors, of course, you recognize. Could we pinpoint the, the most of them? They're what? They're a handshake between two people mm. in a certain area of this room that we're in? Yeah. Can we pinpoint exactly where that is and then stand there and shake hands? It's just basically if you turned around <laughs> from where you are right now, okay. <laughs> it would be more or less... Of that part of the room, not too far from the desk. Okay, well, do you want to do you want to get just just in case there's some magical handshake sensor? Would you like to stand in their exact position and shake hands? Yes. I Who's would... gets to be the mayor? <laughs> Let's take turns. All right, you give it a go. First, Bill is mayor, then Derek's the mayor. You have a great old time. You notice, let's say, there is. So there's just one little difference between your beautiful picturesque handshakes and the ones in the picture. Something in the room is a tiny bit different. Can we pin, if we look at the pictures, can we see what has been added or removed from the room? You can. It's difficult. You manage to spot the clock is a bit different. Ooh, what's the clock? Now on top, you didn't really pay attention before, but there are some ornamental birds on top. Four Mm. of them on the very corners. When you look at the real thing, the birds are sitting perfectly upright, but in the photos, the ones you can see are angled outwards. They've been tipped over a little bit. Do we want to tip these birds? Yes. Well, Derek, it is your glass clock, so why don't you go and uh, tip the birds? (laughs) All right, I will go tip the birds. To look at them, you'd never guess that they could move, and you really feel like you're breaking them, but it was in the photos. You tilt all four of these ornaments, and you hear a click. But it doesn't come from the clock, it comes from the painting. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's moved, coming away from the wall slightly on one side. You walk over to examine, and behind the painting, you see a secret number pad. Ooh. Etched into the top of it are the letters R-C. And and below it's just a number pad, like nine numbers. Correct. Ten numbers. Yeah. Is it one, two, three on the top, or one, two, three on the bottom? Mm, Important questions. I would have said the top. Okay. I have no idea what code we would put into here. Of course. No. What does RC stand for? Mm. Remote control. That's uh, or recording here in the here in the states. It is uh, like an off-brand cola. It's Royal Crown Cola. Now you already have something in your possession that you may have clock hands. Do I have anything else in my possession? No, I think that's it. What do I want to do? Does the clock show the same time in every one of those Oh, no, that would be photos? absurd. It's a little bit different. Okay. So do the clock hands have anything written on them or inscribed on them? Yeah, I haven't looked at them. That's true. No, they're just long, boring, pointy clock hands. Can we reach them into the hole? Are they long enough to extend the length of our finger? I would say it's, a, it's worth a try. Oh, we were looking for paper clips and we had the answer all along. So the the minute hand should be long enough, I think. Or is there a second yeah. hand? No, because there, there, there is no second hand. Yeah, no second hand. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do a minute hand, which would be the second hand if we were ordering them by mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's dig into this All plant right. hole. So the longer hand seems to be just long and thin enough to reach into this hole, and it hits the bottom, and you hear a tiny tap as if you've hit something metallic. You use the clock hand like a really skinny spade, and you dig out your find. It's a tiny silver key. Oh, nice. I love tiny keys. 
Uh, we had a tiny lock to unlock, didn't we? Mm-hmm. So let's go and unlock the the drawer that the key goes into, which mm-hmm. we're assuming. We have multiple drawers, don't we? Well, actually, both of them will unlock with the same key. Nice. So cool. let's go with let's... the top drawer first. Sure. Uh, it's empty except for a single piece of paper. It has a short message on it. It appears to be a poem. Ooh. It's called An Interesting File. My ends are quite slender, my middle more filled. Should you cut off my heads, I'm a palindrome still. Oh, okay, so this is a fun word puzzle. Uh, what was that again? Break it down for me. My ends are quite slender. Okay, ends are slender. Yes. My middle more filled. Middle filled. Should you cut off my heads? Cut off heads. I'm a palindrome still. Palindrome, all right. Okay. And it was called an interesting file. Interesting file. Okay. Have you encountered any files? Have we encountered any files? Just some charts, haven't we? We have some charts, not quite right. Not really. What's in the other drawer? Maybe there's a file that we can look at. Surprisingly, this one also is empty except for a single piece of paper, but it's a bit more comprehensive. It appears to be a proper letter. Mm. Okay. I won't try and write this whole thing down. No, I would advise not. As I undertake this investigation, I feel I should document my thoughts. For whom, I don't know. My successors, perhaps? My biographers? Most likely nobody. Most likely this will be over in a week and I'll have forgotten about it long before I retire, but all the same. Last Monday, Captain Green mentioned to me a funny situation down at the yacht club. He was alone on his boat late at night when he spotted a person standing on the jetty, a person he didn't recognise. He quickly disembarked to tell them the club was closed and they were trespassing, but the stranger paid no attention. They simply said, You run this place, don't you? And this boat? You must have very specialised knowledge. Of course, Captain Green couldn't resist bragging. No one knows knots and shipbuilding or navigation like him. He's won awards and all that. And the stranger listened and nodded and said, We'll see. Then they left. Look, this wouldn't normally pique my interest, except on Thursday I spoke to the Wilson's daughter, peculiar girl, and she also mentioned an interaction with a mysterious stranger in her own backyard. And if there's some out-of-towner trespassing and harassing teenage girls, it's my responsibility as mayor to put a stop to them. Okay, so there's some kind of creepy mothman stranger about Mm. town. All right. My notes for that letter say, Captain Green, Jetty Man, Knots Ships, etc. Wilson's Daughter, Yard Man. So we'll remember in the future. My notes, we'll, we'll compare notes. My notes are Captain Green, and then I kind of got caught listening. So, um, <laughs> Yes! So Captain Green. Okay, so we have a poem. We have an expositional letter. Now... Have we tried opening the doors that are on the wall? On the, by the no, photos? we haven't. Not. Can we open those doors real fast? These doors are plain, undecorated, and locked by an unseen mechanism. So what What about the, the buttons that are by the main door that we came in at? Yeah, it's a keypad of letters that you can type in. To be honest, you can't for the life of you see what this panel actually controls. It doesn't look like it's connected to anything except the wall. So, what? so what was it? A keypad of, of numbers again? Letters. Oh, letters. Yes. All the letters. Yeah, all the letters. So it's like a keyboard. Yeah. Is Baby it, keyboard. Is it, is it a qwerty keyboard? Is it a Dvorak? It's a bit too small. It's not long horizontal, so it's going downwards. Okay. Oh, so it's a nonsense keyboard. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just the letters. Just some letters, alphabetically ordered. Can I punch in RC? You can punch in RC. It has no effect. All right. Damn. 
Maybe that's if we can solve what word this yeah, poem is giving us. Maybe too. we can type that in here. Yeah, it was a long shot. There yeah. is still something else that you can examine in this room, perhaps a little more closely, perhaps rattle around with a bit. Um, what haven't we looked at? Actually, there are a couple of things. Can I look out the window? Oh, the window, yeah. What's in the window? Or through the window? So this enormous window looks out over Peters Point Shopping District. You've got a great view of several building facades and signs, and as you look out, you happen to notice a slight smudge on the glass in front of your nose. Peering at it from another angle, you see that it's letters like someone's written on the glass with their finger. Hard to read, but you think you're seeing the words, save us. Oh, that's super creepy. Oh, that's super, super creepy. Is it? Ri- Why would you give me such a creepy <laughs> message? <laughs> is Save Us written on the inside or the outside? Inside. Oh. oh. Is that really creepier than outside? No, they're both creepy. Is it written Is it written backwards so someone on the outside would be able to read it? Or is it written forwards so I would read it? It's written forwards, and you wonder how much it's directed to a person or whether someone was just sort of doodling with their finger writing to themselves or something. <sighs> Oh, yeah, maybe they looked out on the town and thought, I need to save this town. This town would be saying, save us. Or maybe he's like, mm, I'm yeah. going to destroy this town. Oh, save us, save us. <laughs> Never. I am the man. There's also a Godzilla crush, crush, drawn crush, crush, crush. there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Oh, no, it's less creepy and I'm happy. Do, do the, does this window have curtains of any variety? Oh, it should, shouldn't it? It, it would probably make sense for it to have a blind. If if I check the blinds, I see we're still looking for bugs too. Uh, 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 if I check the blind for bugs, there's we haven't checked under the main desk for a bug. Oh yeah, you don't find anything there, but it's a good idea to make sure that you do have a thorough rattle around everything in the room. Is there a bug in the ears of the bust? No, it'd be thematically fun. I'd do that. <laughs> oh man, but you said that you said that the ears were open, right? I did. I don't know how much to stock to have put in that. Okay. Oh, so we can so I, like we can't like reach into the ears. Now well, there's two ears and there's two clock hands. Can I jab them both in? Oh god. They don't get very far. Oh, oh we'll it's leave just, them there. Yeah. You know, does does the bust squeal in in agony <laughs> as I did Okay, maybe the is there more interaction we can do with the photos? Can we like rattle the photos around? How many photos are there? How many photos are there? Let's say a dozen. Okay. Let's say a dozen. But they are just hanging on the wall in little frames. We take them off. You can pull the frames off the walls. Yeah, yes, you can we do, do that. I do. So you now have a photo in your hands. Anything on the backs of the photos? You can take it out of its frame and take a look if you like. Oh, the whole of the actual photo out of the yeah, frame. You yeah, can let's take do that. Take a look, and coincidentally, on the back of the very first photograph you remove, you find a message written in pen. It's odd. The first words are "To my successor." But after that, there's a long series of symbols. You can't even describe them, let alone translate. It looks like a child's made-up language. At the bottom of the message, however, are some more English words. Mm-hmm. Rooms code. Then a colon. Well, uh, uh, RC. Mm, yeah. After that, there are some odd sentences and questions. Okay. The first one is, was it worth it? And the second one... Their faith reeks of fear. Are their lives even valuable? My god, what a creepy man. If ours aren't, why theirs? Hey, it's Bill, your host and really scared participant in this episode. Uh, I just thought I'd jump into the middle here to do some housekeeping, some announcements, and then we can get on with the episode. 
First, I'd just like to say I'm really excited to be back with some real episodes. Uh, but that being said, the response to our making a puzzle bonus episodes was really cool. A lot of people got back to us with their ideas and their plans and, uh, and, and puzzles they were working on and rooms they were trying to make. Danny was giving some very extensive feedback to some people who were asking about how to make the puzzles fit their room. If anyone out there is thinking of trying to put a room together, if there's anything they're working on that they want to show us or, or they want feedback on, send us an email, tweet it at us, uh, post it on our Facebook. All of those links are in the show notes. Um, I'd be super, super excited to see it. Also, the show is really starting to pick up some steam and some listeners. It's We've been getting a really good response and it's honestly, it's all because of you guys spreading the word tweeting about us, talking to your friends about us, uh, posting reviews, uh, the Facebook reviews we get are really cool. Uh, any reviews on, if you use Stitcher, if you use Apple Podcasts or anything like that, the reviews really help as well. But just talking, telling your friends about it is super helpful. In fact, we would. I was just talking to someone on Facebook and I got the, <laughs> I was so excited. Uh, they had heard about our show because someone had mentioned it to them at a puzzle convention in Milwaukee. That's really cool. I don't know why, but that made me very happy. Uh, so just before we get back in, um, I thought I'd also use this space to try and talk about a few other sort of indie podcasts that you might want to help support and also you might be really interested in and seems reasonable today to talk about Derek's show. Um, we mentioned it at the start. Derek runs a podcast called The Wild Pitch. It's really funny. Multiple people get together to pitch ideas based on three random elements. If you need somewhere to start and you haven't listened before, why don't you check out episode 21 where I was on the show and I pitched this strange vampire robot action movie. I had a lot of fun and hopefully you'll have a lot of fun listening to it as well. That being said, let's get back into the game so I can get scared and fail at more puzzles. Well, that was creepy. Now, can you see, Derek, a way to turn that into some kind of numerical code? Uh, we can either do syllables. Uh, oh, yeah. Was, was it, it worth, worth it? it? That's four. Four. Their, Their faith, faith reeks of fear. fear. Five. That's five. Are, Are their lives even valuable? I have nine. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I, it it would be pretty mean of me to put a word like valuable in a syllable. Yeah, because is it then. valuable, valuable? That's kind of... So maybe it isn't syllables because that's a bit confusing. Hmm. Um, let's see. Maybe just number of words. So it's still four for the first one. One, two, three, four, five for the second one. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five for the third line. One, two, three, four, five five for the last line. It is aren't and not are not, right? Correct. So maybe it's four, five, five, five. That does not seem to work. I didn't say I tried the code yet. I try the code. (laughs) Edit it so that I say that again. That does not seem to work. Damn. Okay, so it's not that. Good idea, Derek. Idiot. I know. Um, Let's see. Was it worth it? Their faith reeks of fear. Are their lives even valuable? If ours aren't, why theirs? Now, obviously, these the word choice is pretty weird. Yeah. Yes, it is oddly structured. So the words must mean something the way they're put together. 
I mean, I don't think it'll be something like I know we have I's and some V's in each line, so I don't but I don't think we need to like extract Roman numerals. That mm. seems like it'd be a bit silly. <laughs> yeah, that would certainly require a big hint. Are their lives even valuable? Faith or reeks reeks of fear is an odd kind of phrase. And there's lots of theirs and theirs in here. Yeah, theirs, theirs. Are their lives even valuable? If not, aren't why? Ooh, 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 ooh. Are their lives even valuable? Contains the number seven. Live, seven, seven. Do you see, do you see like oh, S-E-V-E-N? Yeah. Is that true of all of them? No. Two, oh, the first line has two, was it worth it, T-W-O. Oh, two. Their faith reeks. Three, three is in faith reeks. Yeah. T-H-R-E-E Wow, you're on fire. Two, three. Ah, nice. Uh, What's in the last line? Um, Hold on. Ours are Can I get it? Four. If ours. Oh, nice, nice. If ours. All right. Because if I couldn't get it, I was just going to say, like, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, you know, just so, so, sarent. So what is that? So we have two, two, three, seven, four. Do you want to go try that on the code? Yeah, let's do two, three, seven, four. From across the room, you hear two simultaneous clicks <gasps> coming from the side doors. Nice. Mm. Doors are open. Did we order a pizza or not? <laughs> I don't think so. All right. Okay, well, let's go. let's go check out the doors then. I mean, we opened them. Yeah, yeah, which door would you like? The one closer to the desk, why not? Sure. The door opens and you find yourself in a storeroom full of boxes, shelves and shelves of them, and they're all full of dull government-looking files. Files? By the far wall, you see a huge bulky trolley, and there seems to be something attached to it. So this is packed full of boxes, but it looks like it'd be really heavy even without them. You peer behind it and you see there's something else unexpected on the floor in the corner. Hey, there's an old computer there. Something mm. else catches your eye. So down at the bottom of this trolley, there's something attached to one of the wheels. It's a hulky black electronic device. And you are certain that this is the recording device that Mayor Hollingsworth's assistant planted to test you. I eat it. It's covered in <laughs> buttons and wires and screens and it is stuck to this trolley wheel. Damn. You know better than to mess with any of these things without proper instruction. Okay, so we need to find instructions on how to like deactivate this recording device. Okay, well, that's doable. And, and I can't smash it? Oh, that's right. There's no braking, right? No braking or climbing. Correct. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm sure if we destroy it, that comes out of our salary. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. And I need this job. C- can we inspect the boxes? The boxes of files? Yes. They're just All boxes, right. right? So I'm going to rummage through them one by one. Oh, man. There are hundreds, if not thousands. So <laughs> many you wouldn't know where to begin reading if you wanted to. It's like a full on. Am after. I hourly or am I salary? <laughs> uh, this one you're being paid for the afternoon. Oh. So the quicker you get done, the better. All right. All you can see on the outside of these files is that each one is labeled with a three-digit number for identification. So I guess there must only be hun- hundreds. It can't possibly be thousands. Less than a thousand. Mm. There's less than a thousand boxes in here. Uh, do the are the numbers of any significance? Do, are they in on order of any variety? Uh they're pretty reasonably ordered. You can tell the one hundreds from where the two hundreds are. It would right. still take a bit of time, but sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's... Um, computer. Sound oh, good. Oh yeah, you said there was a computer in there, right? 
Well, taking a look, it's several years old, which explains why it's locked up in the corner of a storeroom. You don't see anything immediately about why it wouldn't work, but you can't test it out. That trolley is completely blocking it off. And we can't move the trolley? You give it a go, but it doesn't budge, not even an inch. Even if you took all the boxes that are inside it out of it, that device is so heavily clamped on the wheels, you can't. It's just jammed there. So what is a trolley? <laughs> oh, like a... Sh- shopping like a cart? Like oh, a, okay. Yeah, okay. Like it'd be like a flatbed kind of... But gotcha. an absurdly heavyweight one gotcha. that you can't just lift up easily. Sure. All right. What would you call that? I, I don't know. I'm going to call it a trolley from now on, too. Uh, can we go to the other room that's open now, too? Absolutely. What's in the other room? So you open the other door, and it leads to a room that's being used as a small wedding chapel. So this oh. is where people get married when they say they're doing it at City Hall. Oh. There's not much to it, just a dozen or so chairs for guests and a leafy arch out the front. All right. Uh, the chairs are just, I mean, they're just like rows of pews. Yeah, there are 11 of the chairs in there. They've each got a little place card with a guest's name for an upcoming wedding or a wedding that just happened. And if you like, the document that I have given you is a seating chart. Oh, Mm. there's a seating chart. Okay, so I'm going to open up that. And you've got that still accessible? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, let's open up. And it's linked for people who are listening along. It is linked in the show notes. There's a document that you can look at. Okay, so... um, Derek, do you want to describe this for people listening who don't like clicking on things? Sure. The, busy? The, there's an arch on the north side of the room, and then there's um, three rows of chairs. The first two rows, there's four chair, four seats, and it, they are separated. Um, so there's two on each side of like a central aisle, I guess. Of, uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, so there'd be one and two on the left of the ch- of the uh, on the bride side of the ch- of the arch, <laughs> and then three and four on the groom side. And the next row is five and six on on the bride side, seven and eight on the groom side, and then on the back there's nine seats, nine, ten, and eleven that kind of go across that sit directly. It's very hard to organize 11 chairs so that they're nice and even. Besides, you don't know how many a bride's family is going to have or a groom's family or whether they want to sit in the traditional formation. Sure, 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 sure. So they just got the seats, probably as the bridal party requested it. And so then at the bottom of that, there's there's names assigned to each of those seats. So we have 11 different names, which... Should I go through now? Maybe not. That seems... I don't want to list 11 people's names, but, you know, we've got B. Smith, N. Jones... A. Aronson, etc. So there's a whole bunch of oh, different very names. very fascinating names. And, I can't, and I can't generated. think of, of anything that would like relate to those names mm. yet, so I don't know if there's a puzzle for us to solve there. Yeah, there are still a few things that you already have in possession that you can go over again that you haven't used yet. Well, we've got this file-based poem, right? This mm-hmm. whole um, ends are slender, the middle is more filled... And if you cut off their heads, it is still a palindrome, which implies it's already a palindrome, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if we can find a word that meets those criteria, we could find a file with that name. But maybe not a word. We know the files are now numbers, so but there are only three digits. This seems like too many. Oh, just because I suppose if you have three digits and then you take off the ends of it, you'd have a one-digit thing, which would always be a palindrome, I guess. Why does mm-hmm. it say take, getting rid of ends? Well, it does say heads. Maybe there are numbers where we can get rid of the heads of them, like an eight. If you got rid of the top part of an eight, it would still be a zero. I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, me too. I'm, <laughs> I don't know what just it happened. Feels, 
Yeah, we've got this this like piece of paper that had this poem. And we had that letter. Um, the mm. window said, save us. Yes. Um. But I know this poem, because if you remember, the poem was called An Interesting File. Mm-hmm. So presumably if we can crack the, the poem, we'll be able to find a file. I'm assuming the file is on the computer in some way. Oh, really? I was thinking it would probably be in the in the a physical file in the boxes. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. um, and given that we can't get to the computer, mm-hmm. maybe that's an easy thing to solve first. And I say easy, but I mean difficult because I have no idea how to solve this little this little puzzle. Mm-mm. I don't even. I'm not even sure what the puzzle is we're looking at right now. To be honest, I'm looking at this seating chart. One, two, oh, I've I've given up on the seating chart. Oh, oh, I'm sitting. I'm I'm. I'm transfixed by it. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> My beautiful I, paint drawings. I, I just, unless you can see a pattern in those names, I think we need more information to solve it. But okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm wondering. The only thing that I can think of now that we may be able to like solve to get us some new information is is this poem, which was um, my ends are slender, my middle more filled. If you cut off my heads, which I'm now thinking would be like the top half of certain numbers, uh, I'm a palindrome still. And I wonder if this now means numbers rather than letters, because if we're looking for files, they were all identified by those three-digit numbers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is where I'm thinking, so... Like, if I think of something that's more filled as a number, I like eight, because that's a big, fat number. And then the ends are slender, like a one. Well, so if it's a palindrome, then the first and last numbers have to be the same, right? The same. So so either 101 or 181. Whereas my thought is, if you take the head, and I'm doing inverted uh, quotes there with my fingers, often eight it's still like it would become a zero, whereas you've took the top half off a zero, it would become like a U, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if maybe it's 181, and then you could take the top half of that and it would turn into 101. So sure. it's still a palindrome. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I guess if you chop a one in half, it's still a one. It's still a one, right? Yeah, Can yeah, we yeah. check box 181? The mayor's office has a decent filing system here. You find file 181 right away and you flick through it. It's all about electronics reconfiguration. <gasps> Ooh, this will be to, to deal with the, uh, to deal with the, you know, the thingy, the thingy that we found. The recording device. On one of the pages, you see a picture that looks very similar to the thing attached to the trolley, including a detailed set of instructions for shutting it down. Oh, nice. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got that. I was sort of just throwing it out there. I wasn't sure if that was fully solved, but we got it. I'm going to tell you what, I <laughs> I would have never gotten chopping the heads off of numbers, but uh, uh, kudos for that. Is that pizza coming? <laughs> Did we, we ordered a pizza, right? <laughs> <laughs> the pizza guy hung up on you. No. Uh, all right, uh, Derek, do you want to take these these uh, instructions and disarm the device? Yeah, uh, that's my specialty, actually. That's why when I went to security guard school, that was my major. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Mine was pizza ordering. <laughs> How embarrassing. <laughs> and, and you failed at pizza ordering today, so. All right. You try your best to follow these instructions. They're pretty complex. You might get a step or two wrong along the way. Oops. But when you're finished, the device beeps and it comes loose from the trolley's wheel. It definitely seems to be shutting down. Except... It beeps again, and now noise is coming from it. Uh-huh. It sounds like footsteps. Did this thing record someone walking, and now it's playing the recording back to you? 
you wonder who it was and if they knew they were being recorded or if it was a sort of butt dial thing. Then a voice comes from the device and you recognize it as Mayor Hollingsworth's assistant. It's done. The security guards are in the office. Soon. They'll be ready for you when you arrive. I'll lock them in, give them an exhausting task. They won't fight back. There's a pause in which it seems like somebody else far away might be talking to him. And he laughs. Another way out? Don't see how they could come up with one. Exactly. I'll see you soon. Praise my Saurus. Praise what? My Saurus? This sounds like some kind of is that one Lovecraftian word? evil demon god. Okay, so I'm going to freak out. Can I open the front door to get back out of here? You return to the front door and you find it locked. Oh, man. Oh, no. I break their recording device. There's no way that pizza's getting here, no. All right. You, <laughs> you stamp on the recording device. So why did why did why did you stamp on the recording device? That was like our evidence. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Luckily, I have a photographic memory, and taking a picture of an audio recording is <laughs> the best way. Yeah, to I recorded phone. it on my phone, which I did bring in. Oh. I don't have a phone. Mm. Well, that's creepy. We need to find a way out now. Well, hold on. Let's get that computer. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. hold on. We don't need to. Just get- that's what we were doing. We moved the trolley. Yeah, so destroying the device, declamped it from the trolley's wheel. You can push the trolley aside a bit easier, and you can reach the old computer. All it right. seems to be in reasonable condition. It's plugged in. Uh, we turn it on. Turns on just fine. And what pops up on the screen is a single icon, a program for unscrambling, translating, and decoding. Ooh, ooh we have a, um, a, a nonsense message, uh, which, which was on do. that back of the photo. To my successor, and then it was like a series of random ah, yeah, symbols. Yeah. I wonder if maybe we can use this to unscramble that. Do we have the if we open that program? Do we have the option to? I, well, the message wasn't written in English, was it? It was written in nonsense symbols. Nonsense symbols. To the best of, I hope it's not a foreign language, and we're all being very rude. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the the previous mayor's name was Khalil. I hope it's not just Arabic, and we're all <laughs> terribly racist. Uh, but assuming it is nonsense symbols, is there the ability to input that or scan it into the computer? You open this decoding program and it offers you a whole bunch of different options for famous codes and such, and then a little custom section for coming up with your own. And you do find one that looks very much like the one that you found. So you can assign things to the keyboard to type them in. Oh, nice. And you can get that whole message to translate. Cool. To my successor. This is my last message as mayor, and perhaps ever. My investigation was not simple. I've learned terrible things. Captain Green and Jamie Wilson are in danger, and who knows how many others. I tried to stop this from happening, but I couldn't, and now these children of my Saris are aware of my meddling. I want to save Peter's point, but I'm out of time. I have to get away. These people are orchestrating something horrible against the town, and all its residents will be caught up in it. My capable successor, whoever you are, I hope you do a better job than I did. But if you too fail, look to charts 2, 6, 7, 11, and 14 to escape. Okay. Mm. So the previous man knew about these, this weird cult, the children of Mysaris. Oh, how does he spell Mysaris? M-A-E-S-A-R-I-S. M-A-E-S-A-R-I-S. That is not how I spelled it. <laughs> Nope, me neither. <laughs> you put a Y. I put a Y. M Y S A. All kinds of Ys. Yeah. R U S. <laughs> I had like a triple Y in there. M Y I I. Oh yeah. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> the apostrophes. Yes, it's like cash it. Um, 
My Cyrus. <laughs> so, uh, and he was investigating them, and then now he's gone. He must have been bumped off by that creepy man who was talking to Captain Green and Jamie Wilson. Who's Jamie? Yeah, I think that was Wilson's daughter. I think that's a oh. right. That was the girl yes. that he mentioned in that original note. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well we can look at those charts, can't we? Right. What were the numbers again? Two, two, six, seven, eleven, and fourteen. Let's grab those charts. These charts don't seem any different from the rest of the stack. They all have nonsense motivational quotes on them. The first one says, Whisper to yourself, shout to the world. Then you get, Full stomachs means full brains. Full brains? Man, this is... These are bad motivational posters. (laughs) You don't know what the topics are. That's about nutrition, improving education. It's very important. It's about giving the school extra nutritious food. Give me the next one. Name your price, not theirs. And then, in your head, in your business proposal. And then the last one says, E-A-R, examine all resources. Well, that's ear, so there is something in the ear. We oh, jam, we, yeah. jam, we jam stuff in the <laughs> ear, and it didn't do anything. Um, okay, now there's got to be something hidden here, some some code, something that'll help us escape from this room, right? That seemed to be what Mayor Khalil was saying. Now, there is a there's a, a word, right? There's a button, um, yes, t- a keypad next to the door, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking if we find out a word from these sentences, we can use that word to escape. Perhaps does that seem reasonable, Derek? Uh, I, I mean, it's as reasonable as anything else. I think. Um, <laughs> can we find a word out of these? What if I type in all of these sentences in full into the keypad? It runs out of space after about 15 of the letters. Ah, dang. I so it, it can hold up to 15 letters, huh? Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> examine all resources. Well, to me, examine all resources is the most important line out of all this. Uh, because yes, it, it feels right. It feels like almost a command on how it's to It's a reminder to like pay attention to Oh, but to name your price, not theirs, isn't a command? You know, we're just, we're taking our time. We're working this out. You know the answer. You shush up. <laughs> Presumably, it's not the same puzzle as it was before, with 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 a, like letters or numbers contained within. Right? That would be a bit silly if it was the same puzzle twice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we probably don't need to look for that. So this is the translated code from the back of that picture, right? No, the the translated code got us the um, the numbers of charts to look at. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. And You're this right. is I'm what sorry. was written on those yeah, charts. Yeah. So, so maybe the, the numbers matter as well, right? That they're 2, 6, 7, 11, and 14. Maybe we take the number letter from the sentence that corresponds to the number co- chart it's it was. It's a good idea to save you time. It's not. Oh, really? It's not H, T, U... Okay, yeah, I can't oh my count god, maybe it is. Hatoo! Um, okay, so that's, uh, if it's not that, what else could we do? What do you, Derek, solve my puzzle for me, Derek. I don't know, I'm working on it here, man. Uh, two, six... Uh... The numbers are not important. Oh, okay. Okay, numbers are not important. I will cross them off my important stuff list. It's not an acrostic, right? It's not WIFNI, W-F-N-I-E. Mm-hmm. What else could it be? Whisper full... Oh, hold on. Whoa. Hey, whoa. Not an acrostic by letter, 
But Derek, could you read out the first word of each of those lines for me? Whisper full name in ear. So whose full name? Uh, well, I guess it would be what, uh... The previous I mayor? I guess. I don't know his full name. Uh, I have it written down here, uh... Hollingsworth was her last name, Mayor... Uh, that's, oh, that's the that's new the mayor. mayor. I reckon it must oh, still be set up for the yeah. old mayor. Ma- mayor Khalil is all I have, so... What did... What was it? Mayor Khalil. We never called, uh, Wilhelm's homewares. Maybe they know his name. <laughs> Maybe it's Wilhelm, Mayor Wilhelm Khalil. Khalil Wilhelm, Wilhelm Khalil. Uh, I go to the I go to the bust and I go up to the ear and I say, Wilhelm Khalil. Nothing happens. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> That's it. It's fair that you remember that you wanted to call, call this Wilhelm. right because we have this phone we never used. We have Wilhelm's homewares that we never used. Is there anywhere where we could find the number? Yes, there is. There's a map. There's a map on the desk, and there's a phone. There was there was, oh there was a town map. Can we find on the town map Wilhelm's homewares? Uh, okay, let's say yes. It doesn't give you a phone number or anything like that. It's not that detailed, but it's exactly where you would expect, right in the shopping district. So can I look out the window and see the shopping district? And is Wilhelm's the window overlooked the shopping district? Oh, yeah. can we? Do they have a big sign on them that says? Call us on 1-800-1-800-1-800. You spot a sign amongst all the other shops for Wilhelm's housing wares. 1-800-COMFY. Ooh, all right. Derek, call. I'm too nervous. <laughs> all right. 1-800-COMFY. After a single ring, someone answers, introducing themselves as Paulie from Wilhelm's. Soon as you say you're calling from the mayor's office, Paulie doesn't let you get a word in. He starts talking immediately. Oh yeah, sorry again about our mistake with the chairs and the wreaths. I told our guys again and again, seven for the bride, four for the groom, how hard can it be? But don't worry, I fixed the price, you won't pay a cent of the delivery. Keep using Wilhelm's housing wares for your furniture purchasing and rentals. And he hangs up. Uh, no, Polly! 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 <laughs> what was the mayor's name? <laughs> <laughs> you try to call him back, but you think he must have actually hung up poorly and the receiver sort of bounced off on his end, because it's telling you it's engaged. So seven, seven for the bride, four for the groom. So before we had like groom side, bride side, right? Mm-hmm. Do we know like is the bride stuff on the left? The yes, groom's on the right. I think so. Yeah. Traditionally, yes, but really, this isn't the Maybe traditional that ma- wedding chapel. Who yeah. knows? Okay. Well, we could try and I mean, if we say that nine, ten, eleven go on the bride side, there is still mm-hmm. something that you can look at in this room. In which room? In, in the, the chapel. chapel. So oh, let's head over chapel. to that wedding chapel. Okay. Which seems to be our next port of call. Could be Paulie, I think, has given us the clue to solve this room. What haven't we looked at? We haven't really looked at anything, have we? Like, what's in the arch? Is the arch interesting? So it's plain green, very modest decoration, but sitting just behind and under it, there's a cardboard box full of floral wreaths that look like they're meant to hang over the backs of chairs. There are gold wreaths and purple wreaths, and written on the inside of the box's lid is... Purple for the bride, gold for the groom. Looking closer, you see some of the wreaths have numbered tags on them. You find three gold ones with tags, with 4, 8, and 11 written on them, and seven purple ones with tags numbered 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 9, and 10. The other wreaths have no tags. They must be spares. So there were seven wreaths marked for the bride, purple wreaths, right? Yes. And they were 1, 2, 3... 
five six nine ten. Yeah, so A A Aronson didn't have a tag. A Aronson does not have a tag, but he would be for the, the groom, group. right? Because it was four groom, seven mm-hmm. bride. Yes. So the grooms. So his last one would be seven. Mm-hmm. Are they now? They all have letters for their first initials. So for the groom, we have number four is R Lee, number eight is Y Garrett, number eleven is N Baker, and number seven was A Aronson, right? Yeah, his, that, that'd be Ryan. All right. So let's say the groom is Ryan. Mm-hmm. Now on the bride, we in order we've got. Uh, so one is B Smith, two is N Jones, three is E Brown, five is R Smith, six is R Alberts, nine is A Dean, and ten is D Grossman. Bernard. Bernard. Ryan Bernard. Bernard's not much of a bride's name. <laughs> um, Ryan Bernard. Okay, is that a name? I'm going to whisper that in. I'm whispering Ryan Bernard and then Bernard Ryan, just in case. Yeah, just in case. Nothing seems to happen when you do that. Into the ear of the bus? Yeah, nothing oh. yet seems to happen. Ryan Bernard Khalil. Or is it Khalil yes, can we, Ryan No, no I think that'll be good. Let's, let's, let's whisper Ryan Bernard Khalil into the ear of the bust. Again, much to your frustration, this doesn't seem to work. And... You start to wonder, maybe this isn't the right person that you're trying to identify. Maybe it's not Mayor Khalil that it's talking about. Maybe it's not his own name. So who else would be Ryan? Ooh, could it be Cap- the captain? Captain Green, Ryan Bernard Can Green. Can we try Ryan Bernard Green? Also doesn't work. Ryan Bernard Wilson. Also doesn't work. Ah! Jamie, Jamie Ryan Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's a person? That could Heavily associated with this office. The well, Ryan Bernard is a man's name, and we know there's a man, a, a male assistant who works here now. Even more heavily associated with it. Maybe the original mayor, because that's the bust that we're oh, whispering into. Yeah. So, how do we figure out the? Is there anything in town commemorating the original mayor? I would imagine lots of things. What's the name of our town? Peters Point. Uh, can we can we whisper Ryan Bernard Peters? Into the ear of the bust. <laughs> you whisper Ryan Bernard Peters or Bernard Ryan Peters, I can't actually remember the order, in its ear and you hear a noise come from inside. It's like something electronic has been switched on. You take a step back and you realise the plaque with a quote <laughs> on it is now glowing underneath three of its words. And what do the three words say? What? When we hurry from city to city or, pro- or project to project, we miss the joys of everything else what is highlighted? The third word, the eighth word, and the last word. Hurry or else. Hurry or else? Ah! I hurry. I run around. I scream. <laughs> I kick the bust. Understood. It hurts. <laughs> I type hurry into the door code. Does anything happen if I pee a little? <laughs> I'm a little nervous now. Can we? Do you want to try hurry or, or, or hurry or else into the door code? Oh. Hurry doesn't seem to do anything on its own, but... Hurry or else? As soon as you press that final E, you hear a rumbling behind you. The mayor's desk is moving, shifting aside <laughs> to reveal a secret passageway. Nice. 
Run, um, run, down the passageway, done. You don't waste a second. I need to hurry or else. Before sprinting towards it. I mean, who knows when the assistant or his conversation partner will come back. The two of you jump into a tunnel going under the office, a staircase going deeper down than the ground floor and then leveling off. The only light is that from the office behind you, fading the further you go. You run until exhaustion hits you, then you slow to a cautious walk, just as the final light leaves and you're plunged into total blackness. You have to move slowly now, one at a time, Bill in front, Derek in back. After minutes, endless minutes, hours, you must have traversed the entire underbelly of the town, and abruptly you reach a dead end. You fumble for a light switch, another hidden door, and as you do, your minds rattle with the muddled, mysterious messages left by Mayor Khalil. Children of Mysaris, it sounds like a Game of Thrones thing, not a Peter's Point thing. But crazy people can turn up anywhere, you suppose, and if they're planning on kidnapping your townsfolk or something, your friends and your neighbours, well, they've got another thing coming. The police will put a stop to this. Maybe if Mayor Khalil had called them instead of running away, you wouldn't be in this mess. That's the final thought that goes through your heads before, Bill, your hand finds a light switch. Now, a light turns on above your heads, but it's very dim, it's blocked, something's covering it almost completely, so you still have to squint to see in front of you. It's enough, though. Suddenly, you can see that the floor under your feet isn't plain like you assumed. It's got words carved into it. The dawn of Mysaris arrives. The souls of the sacrificed let us rise. Captain. Medium. Keeper. Hostess. Director. Ecure. L for the pure. So those last three lines have missing letters? Yeah, some segments of the floor have been cracked and weathered so you can't read them, but what you can read certainly gives you a shiver. And then, Bill, you decide to look up. Mm. Blocking that light, hanging from the ceiling, Mm. is the unmoving body of former Mayor Khalil. Ah. A horrifying image hits you and your blood turns to ice and you whip around to grab Derek in fear. Yeah. But Derek isn't there. Bill, at the end of this dim, doorless tunnel, you find yourself utterly alone. You can't even breathe, and through the silence, you think you hear a voice coming from somewhere you can't see. The final sacrifice is ours. 